Well, hello and welcome to the Discussion Podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Andrea Weaver. And this podcast is dedicated to all things diversity because it just doesn't start and stop at work. It's all of the things. It's humans business. Here at Discuss, we unlock the power of human potential and actualize cultures of belonging where everyone can thrive. And sometimes that means doing the work to unpack some shit or being affirmed. Either way, the conversations have to be had and I don't hold no punches. Welcome to Discussion. Hi. So welcome back to the Discussion Podcast. This week I am solo dolo, um, but that never bothers me. I can just talk all day. Uh, But this week we're going to talk about the intersections of being Black and being queer. Uh, I'm going to talk about it from the perspective of a parent of a queer child and as a participant in Black culture. Specifically, this week is Juneteenth, um, where we come together to celebrate the... um, emancipation of slave people. So I'm going to read the the actual definition because words actually mean things. Okay. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas where on the date in 1865 in the aftermath of the civil war, slaves were declared free um, under the terms of the 1862 emancipation proclamation. Okay. Um, What a great thing to celebrate, right? Um, I'm sure there are, and I know that there is, some aspects of Juneteenth and how we celebrate what kind of came after the history of the the freeing of slaves can also be problematic. But if we're going to celebrate anything, we can always celebrate our freedom. Um, And celebrating our freedom also includes celebrating our stories. And for some reason, we continue over and over and over forgetting that Black queer people are people too. It isn't separate. It's not some anomaly. They're not going through a phase. You can't pray it away. You can't beat it away. You can't assault it away. This is someone's existence, someone's life. I read an article, I don't know, maybe two or three years ago um, from an amazing writer. I, I don't know what else she writes, but as a queer black woman and in go magazine. Oh, in 2019 is probably when I read it. She wrote an article, black and queer, what it means to celebrate Juneteenth and pride in the same month. And I'm going to read her last paragraph. Please go read it. I'm going to put the article in the show notes, but I thought this rang true for me as a parent. And like I said, I'm talking from a space of being a parent, a friend to, an aunt to, um, queer folks on whatever the spectrum is, right? I just want to lay this out. There are the issues that complicate my experience as a queer Black woman. I want to celebrate all facets of my identity. I want to recognize the struggles my many communities have had to overcome and not be forced to pick between marginalized communities. The quote, until we are all free, we are no, or none of us are free by poet Emma Lazarus rings true. I want to carefully unpack this, but I also plan to drag us <laughs> because for some reason we have 
continue to do the othering, the separate lens, you can do that somewhere else type attitude when it comes to the livelihoods, the lives, the existence of our own Black children. We're not even, I can't, we can't even, in this subject matter, I can't even get to the place where I'm talking about the world and how the world sees, especially our Black babies, but even how we see our Black queer children. I, for one, have had it. I don't get what people don't get about allowing a child to exist. Even if your child was heterosexual, right, presenting, it's not like you'd be in the room (laughs) during whatever people do behind closed doors. Most sane, not sane people, but like, that's not a part of the conversation, so I'm confused. Um, I've heard stories of, and, you know, excuse me, trigger warning for you folks that um, do identify as queer and have, and have had terrible experiences with your parents or families. Um, but we are going to talk about that today because it's important to talk about. And then I'm going to talk about me as a parent, why my child brings me joy. Um, and then we're going to wrap up with ways that you can be better. We all can be better. And even if your child is not Black, but you are still confused about how to be a parent to your queer child, I'm here to help. Because um, it's not on them. It's on you. You're the parent. Uh, and I can't stress this enough. It's on you to develop and cultivate a healthy relationship with your child. It is not on your child to do that. It's unfair. It's not, it's not right. And you're putting an unnecessary burden on it, burden on a child when they should just be children. Um, where do I start? <sighs> stop feeling guilty. Number one, stop feeling guilty about your child being queer. It's nothing to be guilty about. You didn't cause it, you couldn't have stopped it. It's, it's not something that there's no agenda. They didn't pick it up from their local bookstore or their local Safeway. It is who they are. That's it. It's a part of who they are. I know queer folks that are therapists. I know queer folks that are lawyers. I know queer folks that are dancers. I know queer folks that are IT folks, programmers, uh, you know, politicians and all the things just like any other kid. Um, And that kind of leads me up to this other piece. And this goes for any parent. Your children are not extensions of you. They are not your like literal mini me's that you can just replicate. And they live out some fantasy of maybe something you didn't accomplish, right? Um, Maybe some existence that you haven't lived. Uh, Some of us are actually really jealous of the freedom that a lot of our children have. And let me repeat that. Some of us are jealous of our own children and how free they move about the cabin because we were not allowed. And a lot of our kids, especially nowadays, this generation of children, which I am so hopeful for, they're going to, ooh, they're gonna save this world. Um, It's not about you. It's not. Your job as a parent is to give your children tools to be decent fucking human beings. And I mean that with my whole ass. Child, I got one earring on. 
Um, as hard as we try, you can't make your kids do anything. You can support them, you can give them guidance, you can find them tools to help cope, deal with, become whoever they wanna become. They have to explore. And the pressures that we put on our kids, especially those of us in marginalized communities, um, find ourselves using the tools of the oppressor to oppress others. And some of us are oppressing our children. It's not enough to just say, oh, well, I don't care, but keep that out my house. So do you love your child or not? And if you don't, that's okay too, right? Uh, there's communities and aunties and uncles and uh, and I mean, like not related to bloodline. I'm talking about me. I'm I'm Uncle Drea. You know what I mean? Come through. If your people are disowning you or um, shunning or shaming you, come through. Listen, okay? Because I'm the biggest do too much. And, <laughs> and so it's my son. We invite you, right? Um, but get out of the way. Get out of their way. Let them find their people. Let them find their community. And shout out to Marvin from the Melanated Social Work Podcast posted this morning. And I'm going to read this verbatim because literally it just lived in my spirit and, and let me know that this, this was the intersection that I wanted to talk about today. Okay. So excuse my pause. Um, shit. Do have to pause literally. I don't know what parent caregiver needs to hear this, but your child is queer. Your child is queer. Say it to yourself. Well, go look in the mirror if you need to. It's not a phase. You can't beat it or pray it away. Either love them or get out of the way so the community can come through. And I cannot tell you how important that is. If you are a parent and you're dating, you need to let people know if you really care about your kid, that you're going to protect them at all costs. And that means from all things. I'm not even speaking to men that use homophobic terms, phrases, um, not only because I have a, 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 a queer child, not only because, but mainly because um, I'm a decent human being and I don't allow that type of shit around me. We are all accountable for ourselves, especially as, an, as adults. And as parents, we have a bigger responsibility to protect them at all costs. We know that when our black and brown babies leave our houses, that they are not protected by the societies that we occupy. And so the least we could do is not be an oppressor to our own children. And if you can't figure it out, that's okay. Google, the good sis Google is still free. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to put your children through traumatizing things. Um, I've heard of parents breaking crayons, pink crayons. What? Like, who are you? Breaking a child's crayons because it's gay, especially a black boy. Like, his existence is not teetered on whether he likes girls or boys or anybody in between. What don't you get? What don't you get? It's, it's not a right or wrong thing. Um, and it's not about you. Take your, take, take your understanding of what you thought, mourn the loss of the life that you thought your child would have and move on. 
Stop feeling like you can change it. You can't. You can't control who they date, even if they were straight. You can't control who they date. You can't control who they hang out with because they're going to sneak. They're going to lie. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. Like, so either you're going to be a part of the program or you're not. And it's just that freaking simple. I feel like I'm rambling because it's just so near and dear to my heart. It makes me so upset and it makes me so angry to hear the stories of how we how we have been treating our children coming out, trying to understand their identities. Even if you don't understand, the good sis Google is still free. It's not on your child to educate you. It's not. Just like it's not on Black folks to educate white folks on racism. You know in your heart that you should be supporting your child. And if you don't, I need you to check yourself or go find somebody that can actually check you about one, your privilege and your willful ignorance. Because at this point, that's what it is. Information is right here at our fingertips. And a lot of us refuse, refuse, refuse to become more socially responsible to be more whole parents. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I don't care if your kids are straight. It's hard being a, a, a progressive parent <laughs> um, and allowing your child. I mean, I grew up in a house where it wasn't seen and not heard, but you are don't, don't speak unless you're spoken to, right? Um, that's not how I raised my kid. Now, is there structure here? Absolutely. Am I friendly with my child? Absolutely. But we aren't friends. There is a reverence and a, and a level of respect that we have in my house. We apologize here. We create safe spaces so we can have conversations, even if it makes me uncomfortable, right? Don't even get me started on comprehensive sex education. We need to be protecting our children. It lends to toxic masculinity. It lends to um, um, HIV and AIDS the deaths and, and the download culture and all that, especially with black boys, when they just deserve to exist. They shouldn't have to explain anything except to exist. And I really want, I really want that for us. The suicide rates for black boys, especially black queer boys or black queer children, period. Come on, y'all. They deserve more from us. They deserve more. And I cannot stress this enough. If you cannot accept it, accept and embrace your children as they are, get out of the way. So those of us who do can let the community do it since you are refusing to do the work that's necessary to make sure that your child feels and is safe. That's your job. It is not to control them. It, it, it isn't. Take that disparity lens off. Stop using white tropes that oppress others to oppress your children. I know I've said that several times, but I just really want to make that live for you. Their, their blackness and their queerness is not separate. And I'm just talking as a parent. Um, because I... I, I I haven't lived that experience. So you know what I have to do? Tap into my village and make sure I'm saying and doing the right things. Um, asking questions. How can I support you in this way? What does this look like? How do we navigate this? I'm not sure. It's okay 
You can't know everything. None of us know everything. Stop trying to make it seem like you're like ruler over something. In order for you to be present, you have to grow. And don't give me the Bible shit. The whole concept of, of homosexuality wasn't even introduced into the Bible until the 60s. The original translation was about um, molestation. It had nothing to do, like, and Google it, y'all. I'm telling you, Google is free. And that's coming from a preacher's kid. And I still love the Lord. But if he gave his only begotten son because he so loved the world, then why do you think that your straight ass is the only ones that... It said the world, not straight people. It said the world, not white people. It said the world. So if that's what you believe in, fine. And if you don't, cool, even better. Find something else to do with your time. <laughs> fight your social worker. I don't know. Like, just <laughs> Don't fight your social worker. I'm completely kidding. But I mean, like argue with someone else, not these babies. They are going to be who they are anyway. So the least you could do is support them in that journey. It's not on you to try to change anybody, especially your child. It's to give them a compass and a map and say, here you go, call me if you need me. But some of these maps, we don't know. And I think there's also some fear because we are afraid. I mean, I'm afraid constantly, y'all. I'm afraid constantly. I'm afraid about certain family members that my son's around and how they treat him. I'm afraid for the world, the schools that he goes to. I'm absolutely terrified because y'all will kill these babies for simply existing. And I just can't have it. And I won't have it. And I won't pretend like we don't treat these kids like that. You've seen it. You go to the houses and, oh, well, Oh, that's, you know, so-and-so and just waving them off as if they're not even people. I couldn't imagine. Imagine, I, I just, I just couldn't imagine it. I, I don't want to. I'm terrified as a parent. I'm already terrified as a black mama. Terrified. The conversations that I have to have with my own child who I love and it's just the bright light. And most children are, except you know, the assholes, but whatever. Um, just this bright light and ray of sunshine. And I'm going to dim that because he likes boys and likes to put nails and lipstick on. My problem with my son being gay, I need him to stay out of my good makeup. <laughs> stay out of my good makeup. And you know what I did? We went, my, me and my sister, Velma, bought, bought him um, his own makeup stash and, you know, whatever. That's my problem. Stay out my stuff, bro. <laughs> but like, what a problem to have and still have a relationship and love on him and know that he's accepted and that we care about him. And, you know, some family members ain't going to go with him. They just not. Some people are just not going to have the opportunity to see him grow because they refuse to not only accept but to love and support him, period, period. It's manipulative, it's abusive to treat children in that way. And as we go into celebrating Juneteenth this weekend, I want you to think about how hard it was for us to actually be free. 
how in the Emancipation Proclamation, we were not free still, how long people were still enslaved in the South well after this Emancipation Proclamation, how hard it was for people to just exist, to be considered a whole person and not as chattel, to be given opportunities to provide for yourself and your families, to laugh, to love, to dance in the ways that, that we wanted to, just as Black people. But for some reason, we forgot that Black people means all Black people. And maybe I'm just talking to Black folks. Maybe I'm just talking to just Black folks, Black folks and people of color. Maybe I'm talking to everybody. I don't know. I just, I think we have to start thinking about the consequences here and how dire it is for us to stand up for our children at all costs, not just when they're dying in the street, when they just exist, when they're creative, when they're expressing themselves, when they're sleeping. Cause I know I love it <laughs> to answer your questions. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, y'all, we, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to the work that people put in to allow us to have things. It was a time when we couldn't vote. It was a time we couldn't go into stores and buy things for ourselves. It was a time where we couldn't speak up. We couldn't have a voice. We weren't allowed to say something was wrong, much less be considered as a full human being. Our bodies didn't even belong to us in our existence. Can you imagine waking up every day knowing that you didn't know what your day was going to look like, how you, how you would be treated, that your life belonged to someone else? So why would you do that to your kids? So as a Black mom, I'm here to tell you that we've got to do better. And if you're uncomfortable and you're unsure, that's okay. It's terrifying enough to be a Black person or a person of color in this world. You don't have to add to it. You can be better. And even if it just takes time, that's okay. But you don't get to, to oppress your children. You don't get to do that. If you're not sure, holla at me. Andrea at discuss.com. I have, and I know so many resources. And resources, reach out to me. I'd love to share them with folks. It's not enough to say you give a fuck about Black lives and not include all Black lives. I haven't even gotten, I, had, I couldn't even, I can only speak from my own experience, but we can't even, we can't, I can't even tap into the insidiousness, even in the community, how hard it is for them to exist. This group of people to exist, these are lives, y'all. We need to be working on reducing harm and not only to others, but ourselves. It's not an excuse. There's too much information. There's too many people like me. There's too many people like my friend Marvin and the Melanie Social Work. There's too many people like um, Mal Beckett that I just interviewed. There's too many folks. Um, I mean, just go on the internet. Those are people that I know personally, right? My, my girl, Clarice Woods a stylist and focuses on textured hair, but also is a queer woman and has children. Y'all, we do not have to put, what is it? What is our obsession with boxing us into something? I want us to start celebrating us 
more and more and more. We deserve that. We deserve to be seen and heard. And that's all of us and how and wherever we intersect on the paradigm. It's not enough to just say, oh, well, I accept it. And then you turn your nose up or you say the F word or the T word or whatever terrible homophobic terms that y'all like to use to shun shame and, and belittle people. It's not okay. And if I see it, I'm calling you out. That's my responsibility as an ally and as a parent. It's my job. Do better or else. That's how I feel. Like I'm, I'm not standing for it. Don't let me catch one of you ignorant people shaming these babies. Let, let, let me see it. I'm calling the goons. Because <laughs> this is your call in. But we can call you out. And you can get dragged. Period. I've had it. Enough. 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 Go get some therapy. Go get a coach. Go join a group. There's plenty of parent groups, meetups. Send your kid to find the community. There's plenty of people in the community that want to help these black and brown queer babies for guidance. And there are black and brown queer folks that want you to be better parents. We all know the stories. We all need that shit. And we don't need to continue to per perpetuate those ideals. And we damn sure owe it to ourselves to be better so that our children can go on and be better and do better and save this damn world. Because it's, it's just so much to do. Why, why on earth would you add more trouble at your house? It's so easy to get the support you need. I get it. It's scary. It's uncomfortable sometimes. You don't know what you don't know. That's okay. It's scary. It's unknown. It doesn't mean you get to treat people like that, especially our children. So like I said, do better or else. I'm calling y'all out. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I want better for us. Anyway, well, I hope you end up enjoying Juneteenth this week. It is this Saturday, June 19th, or Friday, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what days are. After COVID last year, I don't know what days are. Um, but uh, enjoy yourselves. And while you're walking around out in the world, remember what I said. It's all Black folks, not just the straight, cis, hetero ones, and whatever other rhetoric you have. Debate your social worker, because the truth is you're, ter you're terrible if you're not recognizing how harmful your actions are. There are books. <laughs> the Good Sis Ghoul is free. Your, your, your sis Andrea is right here to, give, to help you get to those sources and to help you start thinking outside of this heteronormative white ass supremacist box that we all love to live in. We can do better and we can do better and we will do better. And if not, and you agree with me, but you're not holding people around you accountable, you too are part of, part of, part of the problem. Uh, what did Audre Lorde say? Um, your silence won't save you. And I'm gonna leave y'all with that. Do better, y'all. Our babies deserve better. We deserve better. All of us deserve better and deserve to exist the way that we choose.
All right, boo, that is the end of this week's episode of Discussion. Once again, my name is Andrea Weaver, your humble host, and I can't wait to see you guys again soon. Feel free to look up us anytime on all of the things at Discush, that's double S-H, um, or you can visit us on our website, www.discush.com, and please look at the show notes for more information on me and our guest today. Thanks so much. Stay up. <laughs>